0: Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockeInYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships starting with our GO membership that teaches rules-based trading, and our pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to lockinyoursuccess.com memberships. There are virtually a limitless number of things that you could potentially focus on, and you are going to get nowhere as a trader if your focus is on too many things at once, nor will you make progress if you don't focus on the right things. And by the right things, I mean those things that are going to make the most difference in your trading, not those things that are likely to make you feel better or protect your ego. A lot of people come into trading and we have feelings, right? We're all human beings. We all have feelings, and we want to protect those feelings. We want to protect our self-image. We want to protect our ego. We uh, naturally want to avoid work. We naturally want to, um, you know, avoid displeasure. And um, and I talk about immediate displeasure, and we all always want to, you know, go towards immediate pleasure. That is our natural tendency as human beings. There are a lot of things with trading that will protect your ego, that make you feel better feel important because of that dynamic, but realize the majority of the things that seem important are not. And focusing on those unimportant things are the things that are going to be damaging to your trading, they're the things that are gonna prevent you from being a, a successful trader. Therefore, we need to intentionally focus on certain areas, And we wanna constrain that focus to a maximum of the top 25 of the most important things that we could be doing. I assume we've all heard of the 80-20 rule that applies in a lot of things across business. It applies to learning to trade as well. You wanna focus on the 20% of things that are going to make the most difference in your progress and then virtually ignore the other 80%. You're gonna advance the fastest that way. Now, when we talk about the 80-20 rule, That rule is great for a slightly above average performer. In other words, it'll get you into the above average category. But if you want to be an elite performer, you want to be at the top of the market, which a lot of our traders, we want to be at the top of the market. We want to perform as an elite performer. I would argue the majority of your time should be spent focusing only on the top 5% of effective activities with a little bit filtering down to the other 15 and virtually nothing on the other 80. So comes the question, where is the best place to focus your energy? Well, The most beneficial place to focus your energy is going to vary based on your goals and your skill level right we all have certain goals as a trader and we're all at a certain skill level when we're a novice strategies are actually a good place to start okay we need to understand i mean part of trading is understanding the strategy that you're trading however when we that when we're focusing on our our strategies we need to see the strategy in the proper context okay we get back to feeling good the idea of focusing on uh the idea of focusing on and finding this magical set of rules that wins all the time regardless of the context of the market without having to do any kind of you know make any kind of subjective decisions that feels wonderful it's sort of like the idea of Santa Claus. The idea of Santa Claus feels wonderful. This guy's going to come around. And he's going to give me uh, whatever I want just because I've been a good boy. Unfortunately, that's fantasy land. And it does you no good as a trader to live in fantasy land. It doesn't make progress. We need to start looking at strategies as something that we can apply to certain contexts and certain conditions and something that we should avoid in other conditions. We need to start looking at them like a tool not as something that's going to make money in any context. And this is the first place where traders go wrong, right? They're looking for a hammer that they can swing regardless of the context and always win, rather than focusing on how and when to use a hammer and whether or not a hammer should be used in any particular time. This fantasy approach in trading is going to be problematic and frustrating. And it's going to, and if you stay in that, that type of approach, you're going to spin in trading for years hopping from one style of trading to another, one strategy of trading to another, over and over and over again, running through the same cycle, making money, losing it, making money, losing it. And that's the cycle we want to break. And this is why it happens, right? This type of thing is going to prevent you from making progress as a trader. Let's just turn our focus here to goals a little bit. We start talking about trading goals. What are your trading goals? People will tell you, oh, it's to make money. Okay. When you're trading, you have certain things that you're going to have. You're going to have to invest time. You're going to have to invest effort. You're going to have to put up with a certain amount of stress and urgency. And hopefully for doing that, you're going to have a return that's positive. You want to know what your time investment goals are. There's at least two types of time investment goals. You have the time it takes in which to learn the strategy, which by the way, or a strategy or a process or whatever you're doing, which by the way, is an ongoing investment. I don't know everything about the market. The market's always changing. I'm always, always learning about the market. I'm always increasing my learning, increasing my understanding of price movement and what this means and what that means, always doing that. Um, It's just a constant process. And then of course you have the maintenance time of the type of trading you're doing. Some trading takes, uh, a lot of maintenance time. Some trading takes a very little bit of maintenance time. And one of the reasons you want to th- think about that is is, is 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 something like this, you know, if, if my goal, my long-term goal is to retire and be on the beach or whatever, or basically relax, then I do not want to spend and invest all my time learning how to trade And, you know, take years of learning how to trade sometimes and finally becoming profitable in the type of strategy that's going to require that I sit in front of the computer all day and, you know, not be able to be out of reach of the Internet for more than 10 minutes. That doesn't make any sense. You're just setting yourself up to learn something that when you finally learn it, you're not going to want to do it. Okay. And that's because… A lot of times people will say, well, my my goal is to make money at any cost. Well, your goal to make money at any cost just put you in a situation where you're still not happy. That type of thing doesn't work. You want to think about how much maintenance time and how much effort do I want to expend to maintain my profitability in the marketplace. And of course, then you have your learning effort um, and your uh, as well to look at. So. You know, just make sure those, those are in line with what you ultimately want. Also, we have our urgency and stress goals. How urgent is it that you're watching the position? Is it something you have to look at every minute? Is it something you have to look at every you know, hour or whatever? Or, or can I look at something once a month, right? We have trading strategies to look at once a month. Um, but those are the types of things that you want to do. Because again, you don't want to overwhelm and overload yourself. If you're depending on what your goals are. I mean, if you're a type of person who wants to be a day trader, fine. And you want constant urgency and constant stress, then 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 that's wonderful. If you're not that type of person, then you don't want to learn to trade that way. And then we have our return goals. And there's different types of return goals. everybody says they want to make money, but how much money do you want to make? We have the magnitude of return, we have the consistency of return. We have the consistency of return time frame. So how often do you need to make money? In other words, how often do you, how often do you have to win? Do you have to win every trade? Within that trade, do you have to win every day? Within that day, do you have to be winning every minute? Do you have to be winning every second? Sometimes, I almost think that, right? Somebody will be in a trading strategy that has a, you know, I don't know, a five thousand dollars profit target. And max loss and they'll be up $3,000 and they'd be like, oh my goodness, I have to protect these profits. And I'm like, and they say, well, if I if I draw down like $2,999 and I'm out or whatever, right? So, or, or if they draw down like $5, it's a big, it's a big issue. And, you know, if you're looking for consistency of return and that type of granulation, you're not going to make money because you're always going to be on the protective side of things. You need to give your trades room to breathe. When we enter the trades, we're giving, we're giving them you know, a certain amount of um, room. right? So what's the principle of entering a trade? Well, the principle of entering a trade is I'm going to enter a trade and I'm going to risk a certain amount of money um, in order to have the possibility of making a certain amount of money. If I put my stop too tight, I'm going to lose the trade because I'm going to get stopped out before the trade has the potential to make money. Well, that dynamic's happening every day during the trade. Every day you're in that trade, that dynamic's going on. And you need to be able to allow that dynamic to happen. Otherwise, you're going to be forcing yourself out of trades at very small profit levels, which is going to be a problem for you in your long-term profitability because you are you still have that large amount of risk on the table when you first enter the trade. right? So over time, things like that don't work. So granularity of consistency is extremely important, right? So, you know, back to that, you know, every week, every month, every year, every decade, you know, do you want to make money over a decade or do you want to make money over the next second and or not lose money over the next second? There's a big difference between those two, um, those two goals, The huge difference between those two goals. And. When we start talking about that dynamic, I would ask you to realize that the greatest magnitude of positive returns and the best year-over-year consistency is gonna tend to result from higher levels of short-term variability in your results. I'll say that again, right? So your higher return numbers and your most consistency over a year's period or a decade's period is going to come from higher levels of inconsistency in the short term. In other words, poor short-term consistency. It's also going to come from moderate levels of learning effort that's focused in a singular direction or a more singular direction, right? So a focused learning effort that of a moderate level and higher levels of learning time that is consistent, right? So consistently learning not sporadically learning and moderate levels of maintenance efforts. Though so that combination across all trading styles, by the way, is what is gonna give you the most magnitude of positive return and the best consistency over longer periods of time. The lowest magnitude of positive returns or the worst or, or, or the most likely scenario where you're going to lose over time tends to come from traders who crave high levels of short-term consistency in their results. I just want that to sink in, which is why I'm saying that. If you need to be positive return every second, you are less likely to make money in this business than if you're just trying to make money for the year and you let the, the, the months fluctuate where they may. This is exactly the opposite of what a lot of traders look at. And the reason that it's the opposite of what a lot of traders are willing to do is because they're looking. Is because the only way they're gaining confidence is based off of their short-term results. If your confidence is based off of your short-term results, you're going to, when you exit a very small profits and you're doing high-probability trades, you're going to win a lot. Make no mistake, you'll win a lot of trades. But unfortunately, you're not taking away the other side. We always have to look the other side. You're not taking away, you know, you're making $20 a trade, but you're not taking away the possibility of a $1,000 loss. And over time, you're eventually going to get hit with that $1,000 loss. And, and most people are not going to be able to deal with that, especially if they're running that dynamic. If they're running that dynamic, they don't want to lose. And now they just took, you know, 40 wins and they turned it into a loss in one trade, an overall loss in one trade. Now their confidence levels shot. Now they're not going to be trading the same size. Now it's going to take them forever to make that loss back up. Doing the same process, you, you just you can't get ahead that way. You know, recognize that how that dynamic comes in. You're much better off to potentially risk losing trades in the short term, or or being able to gracefully deal with losses in the short term without it affecting your confidence level, and and taking in those big wins. You're going to make a much much better. In that manner, that's just the dynamic that happens. But it's our, but it's our tendency to have to win all the time, to not want to make subjective decisions that could turn out to be wrong. That is killing us and preventing us from making money in the marketplace. It's something that we need to get over, because when we, when we're thinking that way, again we're 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 where that's, that's what leads us to form-fitting back tests. That, would, that leads us to reliance on short-term results in order to feel like uh, we have any confidence levels. And that's the same procedure that puts us into this loop where small win, small win, small win, small win, big loss. Small win, small win, small win, small win, big loss, right? Because as those small wins are happening, what are you doing? You're escalating your trade size. And then the big loss comes. And it would be a big loss if it was at the same trade size, Never mind four times the trade size you've been trading at for the last six months. This is why people have trouble and this is why numbers work out. And what do they do instead of fixing that? They go out and they find another trade and they run through the same process over and over again. Right? So there are two primary groups of traders that struggle excessively with profitability. Right? Group one puts in a tremendous amount of learning effort trying to find a strategy that always returns substantially positive results or very high consistency across relatively short time frames or in backtesting over long time frames, And they need this because they're using those short-term results as in backtesting as proof of future results and basing their confidence from those results. These traders will have a scattered focus when it comes to technique. They're randomly jumping from one trading style to another. They spend too much time watching the market and their effort comes in sporadic bursts, which is emotionally based and quite frankly, they're usually burning themselves out because they're working too damn hard. You're gonna get your best results from moderate effort, moderate, consistent effort, not from sporadic, um, very high effort levels and burning yourself out. Okay. So that's the other dynamic that comes in there. Group two of traders who have this who who, who struggle excessively with prof- profitability, they're the same in some contexts, but opposite in others right? They're same in the the respect that they're trying to find a strategy that always returns substantially positive results uh, or or that has very high consistency across relatively short time frames or in long-term backtesting. And they need this because the short-term results and backtesting they're using as confidence. But they're different in the respect that they're looking for an easy way to make money and therefore they're investing too, too much. They're not investing enough time in the learning process and learning how to do things. They'll be like, well, here's a trade, it looks good. What's the back test result? Okay, I'm gonna trade it. Um, and then they'll just trade it for a while and then, hey, things things this trade's wonderful. They're gonna scale up, um, they're gonna lose. They're going to, or, or they'll see something that looks better. They'll go in, they'll jump to the next thing, right? So again, that's the same. They're going through the same process Uh, Only one of these, group one is stressed out and and, and tired because they're working too hard and stressed. Number two is just frustrated, but neither one of these are making money, right? Now, either one of these types of approaches can result and often does result, especially in high probability trades in short-term good, consistent performance. That's part of that, right? So they come in, they find a trade, somebody else has back tested it, back tested good, I, I start to trade it. Yeah, the market really hasn't changed or pushed against the strategy in a way that's that problematic because realistically they win 50 to 70% of the time anyway, um, regardless of what happens. Remember our high probability trading strategies, when you look at them, they have solid wins 60% of the time, they have solid losses about 10% of the time, and then you have... The period or the area in the middle where whether you won or lost depends on how you handle the particular situation. And in backtesting, we always filter out that particular situation the best we possibly can within our rule set, giving us an artificial win rate up in the 80% range, 80 to 90% range. That's, That's how things work, right? I've been doing this for 20 years, believe me, okay? That's how traders do things. I see it over and over again, year after year after year. Um, process after process. Uh, and it gives them a false sense of how what the win rate of the, is of the trade. And when you have a false sense of the win rate, that allows you the flexibility within your mind to take very small profits We're risking a lot of money. So now you have a a, a profit risk structure that requires a very high probability and the probability you're expecting out of the strategy is unrealistically high because you filtered out the bad parts. and now, you're shocked when you're not making money, right? Or something happens in the marketplace, and the and the probability happens to drop, and then and then it's a problem. Now, good, luckily, you know, if you have a really good trading strategy, like a lot of our non-subjective stuff, eventually the market returns back to something within the strategy, and then it can make money again. And again, a lot of these non-subjective strategies will make money over time, but they're not going to do so without running through the cycles. And you're going to have these periods of, of poor performance and these sometimes very long extended periods of good performance. It's just part of the deal. And if you maintain a consistent capital level or a consistently increasing capital level through the, the bad periods, and the strategy is such that the market will come back to it eventually, you will make money over time. But if you're varying your capital and dropping down when you take run through a bad period, you won't be you won't be appropriately capitalized for the good period. And you're not going to be able to make up the losses. That's the dynamic that most people. That's the problem that most people have. Again, I, I'm I'm pushing you away from you know trying to find the perfect strategy and into trading the strategies to understand the strategies. Not worrying so much about profits in general. Most of the strategies we have are are, are generally profitable over most time periods. So you should be able to go through that process without you know having too much trouble. And then if you're if you have the proper perspective on the process and you start to understand, you bring in your market analysis and so forth, then you can you can really get things going and, and do very well in your trading. And again, this goes regardless of the type of trading you're doing, whether you're doing directional or non-directional or, or whatever. The principles are all the same, right? In other words, the trading strategies are different, but the primary principles under which is required to make money with any of the strategies is always the same which is why I've often told you in the past, I can take any given trading strategy and I can give it to 20 different people. And, you know, there's a certain percentage that are going to make money with it. There's a certain percentage that are going to lose money with it. There's a certain percentage that are going to break even regardless of what that strategy is. And um, that being the case that tells me, hey, these people's success is not based on the strategy necessarily. Okay. It's based on these other factors that we've been talking about today. But once we learn a variety of tools, right? We we have to have a variety of tools. So I, I, I do not want to take away from the importance of a good strategy. Strategies are incredibly important. Strategies will not make you profitable on their own, but they're incredibly important, okay? That's the way I want you to look at them. But once we learn our strategies, we wanna pull our focus away from trying to make consistent returns, especially consistent returns that are like, you know, under 5% per trade. Especially if you have the type of trade that draws down like 15% or more, okay? If you're in that type of a structure, first of all, you're probably in that type of a structure because you have a confidence issue or a need to win all the time. I can trade, let me put this differently. I can trade a 5% win trade, a 15% lose trade. because I'm not putting confidence in that trade. So my point being is if I'm confident in the market, I'm confident, you know, my understanding of the market, the understanding of the strategy, when it's going to win, when it's going to lose, I can do a 5% win, 15% drawdown trade, and I can be successful with that. But it's going to require that I maintain my size. The problem comes in is that most people who are trading a 5% per trade trade, it loses a lot is because that structure is going to give you a very high win rate. And they chose that structure because of the high win rate. Why do they need a high win rate? They need a high win rate because they don't have confidence in these other areas. So they're basing their confidence off of the high win rate. When you're trading like that and you lose, your confidence in the strategy goes away and you've lost three times what you made. And if you're doing any size scaling, chances are you've lost dollars over the period of time. That creates frustration, frustration with a lack of confidence. What happens, right? I don't have to tell you, you've probably been through it. You're not gonna make it trading that way because that dynamic is present in the marketplace. You'd be much better off shifting your focus to strategies that generally make about two times what the loss is likely to be. So if you look in the pro membership, We have our strategies. I'm trying most of the, not all the time, but most of the time I'm trying to make three, two, three, four times what my stopout risk is in the position. I'm not expecting to win all the time. I'm not expecting to always hit my high number. As a matter of fact, the returns in that type of trade structure kind of look like occasional big wins, right? You see big wins, sometimes 50, 60, 70 plus percent, but you also see a lot of break-evens. And you also see some losses. And again, if I'm looking for the consistent returns, I'm saying, oh, why am I making 50% all the time? This strategy stinks, right? Why am I not making 20% all the time? This strategy stinks. It's not consistent. Because that's that's the other thing. Once people become positive P&L, they want to make consistently like super high positive P&L, like on every trade. Again, fantasy land, right? You set yourself up. In a risk-reward structure that you can make more money than you're, your, where there's a decent probability that you're going to make more money than you're likely to lose if you lose, and you do it in a way where the probability of you winning is is greater than fifty percent, if you do that, that is a successful combination in trading. And the better you get at doing that, the more money you're going to make. It may not be consistently, but I can tell you something. You know, if I can make a couple of trades in a year with 50 plus percent, and I break even on the rest of them, and or maybe make you know small wins and small losses on the rest of them, maybe take one loss here and there. We're looking at a very, very good trading year. More money than somebody who hits their goal of making five percent a month, much more money than somebody who hits their goal of making five percent a month is gonna make, and hoping that they don't never take just hoping they don't get that hit with that big loss during that time period. Okay, so. To do this, you have to be able to deal with the inconsistency of the speed at which the market comes in. And this is gonna be a big challenge for people who've come from a job, right? People come from a job, I show up to work and you know, for five days and I get a thousand dollars or if I was a salesperson, right? And I do a little extra work, I make extra money. Trading's not like that. You're not replacing a paycheck. And I Know you're going to see this on advertisements, right? You can go on the internet, and you get everybody tells you, Hey, you get a paycheck every week, you know, trade this option strategy, which is you know, they're completely full of garbage, but that is you know, that's what you hear. Um, and that's the expectations you go in, but um, but again, tra- trading is not that way, trading is a way where you know we have. Uh, we have this business going on and, and some, some months we make or weeks or days, we make a lot of money. Some months, weeks or days, we lose money. Some, you know, sometimes we break even, but, you know, we're taking our big wins and, and, and you know, we're, we're banking that money, so to speak, to pay for the other cycles. And then, you know, overall you find out for the year, you end up making a lot more money than you would have doing it the other way. So anyway, that's my thoughts there, Um, and I'm just going to close up with that. I hope that uh, everybody has a great Thanksgiving if you celebrate that, and otherwise, we will see you on the next meeting. Trade well, everyone. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E, success.com And check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships, where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader, regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.